This episode of the NASCAR Betting Preview Show is sponsored by Atlas Hair. Now, guys, I just got one question for you. Are you ugly? Yeah, we thought so. Lucky for you, we've actually got something for that. Atlas is an elite line of hairstyling products with cologne fragrances to help quaff that mop into something straight out of Hollywood and smell like you're the guy she's going home with tonight. Half of our products also contain a hair thickening ingredient to help those of us who are getting a little thin up there to make the most of what we've got. Get started today at atlashair.com and use the promo code NASCAR for 20% off your entire order. We can't fix your face, but we could at least give you a fighting chance. Atlashair.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-H-A-I-R.com. Welcome in, race fans, to the NASCAR Betting Preview Show Podcast, Xfinity Series Edition, Episode 10. My name is Mike Bachman. I am the host of this podcast. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be recapping the Ambetter Health 200 from New Hampshire Motor Speedway, going to recap the bets, take a look at the race, and then, of course, look ahead to this weekend's race at Pocono Raceway, the Explore the Pocono Mountains 220, take a look at some notable drivers entered, break down the odds board and take a look at the bets uh, that we have on the card pre-practice and qualifying. So as always, kick back with your favorite adult beverage. Let's get into this thing and let's discuss John Hunter Nemechek. And John Hunter Thremachek really lasted for really lasted for long. I was really hoping we were going to get a little bit because John Hunter, you could just you got so so many opportunities for nicknames. And John Hunter Thremachek was a good one, but now John Hunter Formachek, <laughs> which not nearly as uh, does not roll off the tongue nearly as as well as the previous. But nonetheless, John Hunter John Hunter Nemechek is now a four time winner this year. Dominant performance, put out a masterclass at New Hampshire, uh, leading 137 of 202 laps, holding off the field on a couple of late race restarts that did make the race a little bit interesting. But John Hunter, just after you know his win at Atlanta, which you know we talked about, arguably drove probably the worst handling car uh, on the on the night, and he was the one that was sat parked in victory lane. Well, here he comes out guns blazing as the betting favorite in New Hampshire and just goes out and wipes the floor. Uh, but some really impressive stuff. I mean, John Hunter Nemechek, you know, is even now separating himself that much more from Austin Hill. You know, we talk about Austin Hill's consistency and these two drivers kind of deking it out neck and neck for the championship race. Uh, you know, Justin Allgaier is in there as well, but Junior Motorsports just has bottomed out this year, man. Uh, they have not had the race-winning speed of last year. Um, and Justin Allgaier with just the lone win at Charlotte, you know, weeks ago. And the only win for Junior Motorsports up to this point, you know, that organization has certainly taken a step back despite some of the consistency that they might have, uh, just getting solid finishes. Uh, but the race-winning speed is not there. So the championship race right now is certainly uh, between John Hunter and Austin Hill. And again, this this race, this performance by, by Nemechek, uh, at New Hampshire, just again showing his separation uh, from Austin Hill and the fact that he is the top dog uh, in this series, the best car, the best driver, uh, virtually on a week to week basis. And he continues to deliver, he continues to perform. So, 
he was a very jacked up price in the outright market, uh, one that I was not really ready to bet on uh, for this race in particular. But as you know, the odds on favorite and, and the guy that you were going to probably expect to win, uh, he goes out there and gets it done. Now, I'm going to be honest. I really did not watch much of this race. I was vacationing in Florida. I was on a plane when the race started and was kind of just in and out trying to catch as much as I could uh, as far as the, the, the race and the action that it was. But I was able to catch the finish. Um, and was able to kind of just stay dialed in and obviously, you know, monitor the bets as as they were happening. Um, but a couple other drivers that had some really good races, some really good finishes. You know, Chandler Smith comes home second, uh, started on pole in this race, led a handful of laps in the beginning and was virtually a top 10 car for most of the day and really gave it to John Hunter there, gave him a chance, uh, had a chance uh, to potentially come away with the win. But still, Chandler Smith seems to be the highest performing well he is the high he is the top performing colleague racing driver you know because you have the regulars of him and uh, Daniel Hemrick and then of course the all-star car that 10 car you know which has a rotation of cup regulars uh, on the schedule this year but Chandler Smith has really impressed in his rookie season uh, has the win at Richmond and has come very close on a number of occasions, the most recent here being at New Hampshire. Uh, so Chandler Smith is certainly a guy to keep your eye on moving forward. And we're going to talk about him a little bit uh, just for an opportunity in the market um, that has you know seen some trend over the last couple of weeks and especially after last week. Uh, just something to get ahead on, not necessarily going to be betting on Chandler Smith this weekend, but certainly information that I think you know could be useful if you are interested in betting the number 16 at Pocono. Uh, Austin Hill, Daniel Hemrick, Sammy Smith rounding out the top five. You know, and these finishes definitely were helped out uh, by the final caution, which basically ended this race. Cole Custer, uh, Sheldon Creed late uh, getting together and taking them out of of their days, uh, both top five, potentially top five finishes uh, for them. So, you know, these guys here getting a little bit added incentive uh, from those two getting uh, tangled up and eventually falling out of the top 20. Um, But, you know, from what I was able to see from this race, uh, what I was able to catch, you know, after the fact uh, seemed, despite the dominance of John Hunter Nemechek, pretty compelling. Um, And there's certainly, you know, some interesting drivers here that are putting together some forward momentum that are really starting to come together as we're now approaching August. We're getting that much closer uh, to the postseason and still a number of spots that are open uh, in the playoffs. So, you know, if guys like John Hunter, John Hunter Nemechek, some of these cup regulars keep winning races, those opportunities are still, you know, going to be open for those guys towards the bubble. And it's going to create that much more excitement, I think, as we get closer uh, to the end of the regular season. Uh, but with, with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's do take a moment to recap the bets from this race. And this was one of our best cards in a couple of weeks, um, so we we come away with uh, a pretty good slate. We're still chasing outrights. We had three outrights uh, that I did put out, and these were all basically podcast plays. Uh, there were really none that I added after the fact. Um, so you know, we were rolling with basically all pre-practice and qualifying right uh, uh, plays rather. And this is what we ended up with. We were 0 for 3 on our outrights, but we did have Sammy Smith at plus 850, uh, and he comes away as a top five car, finishing in fifth. 
Chandler Smith at 12 to 1. You know, that final restart, I was rooting hard for Smith. Uh, who thought he might have had a chance there to overtake John Hunter, but John Hunter, man, was just so good on those restarts and just maintaining control and keeping his composure, not letting anybody uh, get in front of him. So Chandler Smith, runner-up, I was really happy with that bet pre-race, uh, was or pre, pre-qualifying and pre-race, of course, but um, you know to get 12-1 to 1 and then to see him get the pole and have really good speed, I uh, was really happy with that bet. And then Sheldon Creed, man. Sheldon Creed at 25-1 to 1, I thought was just too much value to overlook. And he has not, again, he has not been able to put together the finishes. You know, Sheldon Creed's driving style, he overdrives, he pushes that car to the limit and more times than not puts himself in precarious positions that ultimately takes him out of these finishes. But I saw his number at 25-1. to 1. I mean, his number this weekend is right around that same price range, if not it's some books even longer. Um, so I thought it was just something that it was a good opportunity to bet Sheldon Creed, you know, knowing that he can run in the top five, that he can have race winning speed. It's just a matter of putting that entire race together. So he was up there, you know, running top five uh, in the top 10 and had the potential to come away with a good finish. He didn't necessarily have race winning speed, but, you know, those cautions happen how they happen. And, it takes one driver to take advantage of some good luck uh, or some bad fortune by somebody else. Um, so I'm not mad with that bet. You know, he does finish 21st uh, as a result of that last lap crash. Um, but I really liked the value and I really liked Sheldon Creed in that spot. Uh, but, you know, we're still chasing outrights, but that's not uh, to be upset about because we went two for three in our head to heads. We were virtually going to sweep our head-to-heads if it weren't for that wreck on the last lap with Cole Custer uh, and Sheldon Creed because we had Cole Custer over Josh Berry and that was uh, probably that was on its way to to cash Um, but unfortunately Cole Custer finishing the race in 22nd uh, Josh Berry finishing this race in 17th that took us out of that matchup but we did cash Chandler Smith minus minus 120 over Sam Mayer that cashed with ease and then Austin Hill plus 110 over Sam Mayer as well Uh, Austin Hill finishing third you know Sam Mayer was also caught up uh, in a bit of a wreck finishing 18th so we were able to go two for three on matchups and then we swept our top five props at Austin Hill plus 225 and Daniel Hemrick plus 375 uh, for a top five so honestly if and it's a, this is the funny thing, right? It's if that Cole Custer, Sheldon Creed dust up didn't happen, Daniel Hemrick was probably one position shy of a top five. Uh, and Austin Hill was going to be right there on that bubble as well, you know, right around that fifth, sixth place margin. So we could have went one for two. We could have went over two. Don't know how that was going to happen. So, you know, for to miss out on one matchup and to get some additional luck on the top five market was definitely, definitely nice to see. And the interesting thing at, you know, I didn't necessarily talk about this was after the podcast, but after practice and qualifying, uh, Daniel Hemrick's top five number shot to six to one uh, on some sports books. You know, Hemrick didn't really qualify. He didn't qualify well. He didn't practice well. Just didn't have, you know, that speed. Didn't it necessarily warrant that much of, you know, a change in odds? I don't really know. I was not confident enough to double down 
on a six to one price for Daniel Hemrick, but just to, to see that number jump, you know, for no other reason but just the fact that you know he qualified mid pack and practiced P twenty five, I believe he was uh, at the end of practice. You know, there's a lot of additional opportunity uh, with some of those things that happen. But I was just really surprised to see that number get. Uh, that much longer. You know, I thought four to one plus 375 was a good number for Daniel Hemrick. Uh, but if anybody was able to get out there after practice qualifying and potentially double down on a six to one, then congratulations because uh, that decision certainly benefited you uh, in this one. But definitely, definitely satisfied. Um, you know, being that we're now in this this stretch of races where it's a little bit more predictable to see who the you know, who the top guys are going to be and, you know, can kind of get a better sense of the lack of chaos and the lack of unpredictability, which is some of these races that have been on the schedule lately. Uh, it's nice to get back on track and it's nice to get back in the quote unquote winner circle uh, in a sense, you know, putting to get putting together a decent card and uh, having some winners out there. So we're going to try and ride this momentum here into the Pocono Mountains uh, because we are right up here in my neck of the woods in the northeast uh, Pocono extremely unique track uh, but let's now officially look ahead to the explore the pocono mountains 220 which is race number 19 of the year and we will go for 90 laps stages of 2020 and 50 laps respectively teams will get five set of goodyear eagles for this race and a few notables to highlight that are jumping in this race for xfinity chase elliott will be making his xfinity start driving the number 17 for Hendrick Motorsports. Daniel Suarez is in the number 10 for Carlick Racing. It's his second race of the year, was race or was back, uh, raced at Sonoma uh, for SS Greenlight. Connor Mozak is back in the number 19 for Joe Gibbs Racing, and Corey Heim will be making his third start of the year in the number 24 for Sam Hunt Racing. And Ty Dillon, the last notable, back in the number three for Richard Childress Racing. Noah Gregson is the defending winner of this race from Pocono. He and Ty Gibbs uh, had that awesome battle in the latter stages of that race. Uh, Noah Gregson able to get the better of Ty in that one, but both drivers not in this race, even though we do have a driver by the name of Chase Elliott, who is probably going to spoil the party for all of us. Um, but gives us opportunity to look for some additional value in some other in some other markets maybe take advantage of you know some other xfinity regulars that are going to be top three cars run up there with chase and if things happen they could take advantage of that uh, but let's take a look at the odds board and just before we do i just want to preface you know the odds this week the offerings out there for xfinity are really not that great from what I've been able to gather, just in comparison and historically speaking, what we've kind of been, you know, working with. Uh, matchups are extremely slim and there just really isn't that much out there that honestly I really like. Uh, but we're going to work with some uh, some new markets, maybe some new prop markets and try and find some value elsewhere. Um, looking heavily on Caesars this week. I think every play that I am putting out is on Caesars. Obviously, shop around for the best price in the outright markets and you know those books that do offer uh, top five bets in Xfinity. Uh, but we are going to be looking heavily on Caesars this week uh, for this race just because 
there's not that much out there. Um, so it's been a little difficult trying to find, but we've I found some. I found some that I'm going to give to you here. Uh, but before we do, here's a quick little rundown of the odds board. At the time of this recording of this podcast, uh, here on Caesars, Chase Elliott's the betting favorite at plus 220. John Hunter Nemechek comes in at second at plus 325. Uh, Justin Allgaier, 5-1. to one. Really good number for Justin. Uh, Cole Custer is plus 650. And then we have a pretty significant drop-off to the next guy. Uh, a trio at 12-1. to one. Daniel Suarez, Austin Hill, and Josh Berry. Chandler Smith is 16 to 1. Sammy Smith and Sheldon Creed are both 25 to 1. Sam Mayer is 28 to 1. Uh, Corey Heim, 30 to 1. Brandon Jones, 35 to 1. Daniel Hemrick, 40 to 1. Riley Herbst, 45 to 1. So, you know, we talk about that drop off to that trio of drivers in the 12 to 1 range. I just want to talk about them for a minute. You got Daniel Suarez, you got Austin Hill, you got Josh Berry. You know, Josh Berry is, I'm not looking at him uh, in the outright. I'm fading him again this week, despite some of the good numbers he's posted in his couple of starts here at Pocono. It's just been really tough for this eight team. And, you know, talked about the struggles with Junior Motorsports really finding that race-winning speed, you know, and I even mentioned it last week, like the best thing for Berry over these last couple of weeks has been the announcement that he's going to Stuart Haas Racing full-time in, in Cup next year. He has not been a factor, really, at all. Uh, he's been, you know, a name, certainly, in the top 10. But not looking at Josh Berry for a race win, he just, just has not been able to bring that race-winning speed. That eight car has really been lacking. Um, so, you know, for a price at 12-1, to 1, despite some of the finishes he's put together here at Pocono, it's just recently, it has not been there for uh, for Josh Berry. Austin Hill, you know, continues to be extremely consistent this is a weekend where I'm not really sure about Austin Hill's potential. Now, is he going to run top 10? Most likely, yes. Uh, finished eighth in this race uh, a year ago, I believe. And, you know, we talk about how he's consistently priced in this range and how the books just aren't catching up to, to Austin Hill and what he's been able to do consistently on a week-to-week basis. But I think this is a week where Austin Hill could potentially fall flat and not have the car that you know we're so used to seeing. And then you got Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez is my favorite of this bunch at 12 to 1. You got a Cup Series regular uh, who is driving a really good car in Colleg Racing that has seen Victory Lane a number of times this year. And yes, I know that twice that was with AJ Allmendinger on a road course, you know, and the other one was Kyle Larson, but I think Daniel Suarez is hungry. I think this is a good opportunity for him to get a little bit more seat time. He's he raced, well, at the time of this record, well, once this podcast drops, the race will be over, obviously. It'll be Friday. Uh, but he did run the SRX race at Stafford uh, on Thursday night. And I really like Daniel Suarez and Cup this weekend. And I, I'm going to ride that feeling with my gut into the Xfinity race. So I like him in a couple of markets. Um, and the outright market here at 12 to 1, I think, is a really good price. So if you're looking at those three drivers, I think Suarez would be your best bet amongst them. Um, but Chase Elliott, man, at plus 220, he's definitely helping Allgaier's case. John Hunter's, in a sense, even though his number is very similar to his last week. So, you know, those are decisions that, that you'll have to that you'll have to kind of see. There could be opportunity to maybe get some action on Chase Elliott after practice and qualifying. You know, there's certainly a chance where Chase Elliott might not get the pole. And 
could maybe start, I don't know, borderline top 10 or something like that. You know, those things can happen, especially when you got guys like Chandler Smith, like John Hunter Nemechek that qualify extremely well. And Chase, you know, that could maybe present an opportunity to get some action on Chase Elliott at maybe a tiny bit longer of a price, even like three, four to one, maybe four to one is probably dreaming. Uh, But three to one is a number I could potentially bet Chase Elliott with. Um, There's potentially some parlay opportunities, which I've been thinking about with this number, Uh, because look, you expect Chase Elliott's just going to come out and and could absolutely just blow the doors off of everybody else this weekend. You know, so uh, just some things you got to think about, but there could be some opportunity once practice qualifying or in the books where Chase Elliott doesn't have as great of a qualifying run, could warrant some longer odds come race day, and you can maybe get some additional value there for Chase if you do want to bet him. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's now take a look at some of the betting angles for this race. And I do want to start with just a handful of them. I have two matchups. I, I initially had one, uh, and then I decided to to throw a second one in here. But it took forever to get matchups on the books this weekend, and I know Superbooks got matchups on on their book as well. Uh, but this is, you know, this is what I was able to work with, and this is this is what I like. Uh, you know, currently a value. We're going to start with Sheldon Creed, minus 130 over Corey Heim on Caesars. Uh, this has been juiced now to one minus 150 in favor of Creed, but I did get this at minus 130, and Creed is definitely the play here. You know, this is a matchup where if you're going to pay juice at minus 150, you know, that's probably that's probably your decision. I don't know if I would necessarily play that. That's just, you know, a lot of juice for a matchup. But at minus 130, um, I'm going to take it. And the one thing for me is, you know, you take a look at pre-practice and qualifying rankings per winTheRace.info. Creed is ranked ninth, whereas Corey Heim is all the way down in 24th. That's a 13-place discrepancy, which is very substantial. And Corey Heim is a great driver. He's a going to be probably a force to be reckoned with once his time full once his time in Xfinity comes. Uh, but he's been great in trucks. That number 24 has an average finishing position of 24.2 this year. It's just not a good car. And, you know, Corey Heim, he did finish 10th at Darlington in that car uh, earlier in the year. But, you know, this race and with Sheldon Creed, man, I just, I think Creed is the absolute play here. (laughs) He finished fifth in this race a year ago with an average running position of 5.4. You know, we talk about his inability to finish races but he's just got to finish ahead of Corey Heim and I think that Sheldon Creed could put that together uh, and he can win this matchup so I'm going to take him at minus 130 over Corey Heim on Caesars and then I'm also going to take Cole Custer minus 135 over Josh Berry on Caesars you know two drivers that have been on the opposite sides of the aisle Uh, we had this matchup last weekend which should have cashed um, but I think it's going to cash this weekend We've documented how Cole Custer has ripped off top five after top five. He's shown no signs, no signs of slowing down, man. Whereas Josh Berry, like I previously mentioned, just been stuck in the mud this season. You know, P nine and P three and two starts at Pocono. Yeah, that's pretty good. But he has just not been able to capitalize on good finishes. He's finished outside of the top fifteen in four of the last five races. And there's something to be said about 
what have you done for me recently? And Cole Custer has just been absolutely on fire and absolutely rolling together good finishes, you know, and I don't see that changing this weekend. So I'm going to take Cole Custer minus 135 over Josh Berry on Caesars, and I'm going to take Sheldon Creed minus 130 over Corey Heim also on Caesars. I mean, those are the two matchups that I would play. Like I said, uh, Superbook does have matchups available now. A lot, lot of similar matchups, um, but there's really just none that I like at the moment that I would bet pre-practice and qualifying. I think the rest uh, I'm going to sit out and potentially wait to add to the card. But this is where we get into props and try and find a little bit more uh, value and some place here. So in the prop market, I'm going to actually throw a top three number out for you. Justin Allgaier to finish top three plus 110 on Caesar Sportsbook. And Allgaier for a top three at plus money I think is a good bet. Five of the last nine races, Justin Allgaier has placed in the top three. And like we said, we talk about Chase Elliott, John Hunter Nemechek, and Justin Allgaier. They are likely the best cars in the field this weekend. These are likely your top three cars. That is why they are the top three uh, favorites for uh, the weekend. And, you know, Justin Allgaier, he's got great experience at this track. He's run every Xfinity Series event uh, at Pocono. And of the junior motorsports stable, you know, Justin Allgaier, I think, has a really good, has a the best chance to win and a really good chance to win this weekend. I love his chances, despite Chase Elliott being in the field. And when you look at Justin Allgaier versus John Hunter Nemechek at current price, I'm totally going to take a 5-1 to one for Allgaier uh, over John Hunter there, who is at plus 325 and is at minus money for uh, top three at this point in time. So Justin Allgaier, top three. At plus 110 on Caesars is a bet for me. A couple of top fives. You know them, you love them. The general Cole Custer top five plus money plus 105 at Caesars Sportsbook. Take it to the bank. It's automatic. This is automatic for me. Top five after top five. 11 consecutive top tens, including eight top fives up to New Hampshire. Obviously, the wreck takes him out of continuing that streak. But he delivers week in and week out. You know, ever since his first top five at Richmond, he's just been an absolute juggernaut. So if we're going to keep getting Cole Custer for plus money uh, for a top five, I'm going to take it. I like his chances. I think he cashes this at Pocono. So I will take Cole Custer for a top five. And I'm going to take Daniel Suarez to finish top five at plus 170 on Caesars. He's had a good deal of success at this track. He has finishes of ninth and fifth in two Xfinity Series starts here and Look, Daniel Suarez was great in the cup race last year en route to a third-place finish. We talk about the car. We talk about Colleg Racing, the gains that they have made. They've shown really good speed over the last couple of weeks. That 10 car has had success. You know, say what you want about who's been in it and the type of tracks that they have run at to their prowess. But like I said, I think Daniel Suarez is hungry, man. I really think he's hungry for something. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he does in this 10 car. But I think it sets him up for success. And I think a top five is certainly not out of the question. So to get it at plus 170 is a bet uh, that I like and one that I uh, have placed. So I'll take Daniel Suarez top five plus 170 on Caesars. Then I want to throw out a group bet here for you. Um, This is group B on Caesars. 
and the drivers that are in this group I, this is a this is a group and this is a race between two drivers and both these drivers are actually paired up uh, in a matchup so you're getting a lot more value here in your group B bet than if you were obviously to just bet this driver head to head against the other um, but I think of these drivers in this group you have Brandon Jones at plus 240 Riley Herbst at plus 280 Daniel Hemrick at plus 320 Parker Kligerman at plus 400 and Ty Dillon at plus 420. Daniel Hemrick's smack sandwiched meat in the middle at the plus 320, I think is an awesome bet. It's probably my favorite bet on my card. Um, he's been hitting his stride, man. He has been hitting his stride as of late. Say what you want about him, but he's got four straight top 10 finishes. He has a very solid resume at Pocono, four top 10s and five starts, including a uh, top three finish back in 2018. And I mentioned that this is a race between two drivers. Those drivers, in my opinion, are Daniel Hemrick and Riley Herbst. And Riley Herbst continues to be a magnet for trouble. You know, we talked about these two drivers in the top five market last weekend for New Hampshire. And, you know, I mentioned how Riley Herbst just cannot get himself out of trouble. Even if he runs well, he just is a victim of bad luck or a victim of someone else's cause, or honestly, just the cause of the car. And, you know, we opted for a Daniel Hemrick top five. It was able to cash. I'm going to opt for a Daniel Hemrick here in this group over Riley Herbst. Uh, and Daniel Hemrick, even at a little bit longer odds here than Herbst, uh, I think is a really good bet. Riley Herbst only has one top 10 in his three Pocono starts, and that came back in 2020, uh, driving for Joe Gibbs Racing. So... You know, Brandon Jones at plus 240. I mean, Brandon Jones just has not been good. And it has been tough sledding in that nine car. It has been irrelevant, almost non-existent at times. Brandon Jones in seven starts at Pocono has uh, two top tens with a best finish of seventh. It's been tricky for him. So I think Daniel Hemrick is the clear beneficiary here and the clear pick. Parker Kligerman, Ty Dillon... You know, if crazy things happen, they obviously have a chance. But uh, like I said, Daniel Hemrick has been hitting his stride. I think has been feeling good and I think is the bet here in Group B. So I will take it at plus 320 uh, for Daniel Hemrick to come out on top in this group. So those are my prop plays that I would give to you. Justin Allgaier, top three, plus 110. Cole Custer, top five, plus 105. Daniel Suarez, top five, plus 170. And then Daniel Hemrick, group B, plus 320. All available on Caesars Sportsbook. And now let's talk outrights and give you a couple of outright plays. I do want to mention Chandler Smith here for a minute because I know I prefaced this earlier. But Chandler Smith at 16 to 1, I'm really tempted to bet. I don't think he can win this race, but... We know how well he qualifies, and we took advantage of his pre-practice qualifying number last week, and he was en route to the pole. You know, could Chandler Smith get get the pole again this weekend? It's certainly possible. Can he secure a top five starting spot? Certainly more possible. That is obviously going to jack up his odds. So if you really like Chandler Smith this weekend, he is one driver pre-practice and qualifying. That is probably a great value bet right now. Um, you know, those odds could probably be on the opposite side of 10 to 1. 
if he does get a really good starting spot. So uh, my and Chandler Smith, he's certainly somebody I would back pre-practice and qualifying. Uh, you know, take advantage of take advantage of that number, just knowing how well he has qualified, and you know, expect that number to get jacked a little bit. Uh, but I do want to give my two outrights that I have. I have Justin Allgaier at five to one plus five hundred on Caesars. He's one of the few drivers in this field who has run every Xfinity Series event at Pocono. You know, that experience, I think, does matter. And I think he can have a car to go toe-to-toe with, with Chase Elliott. And to get him at 5-1, to one, where he'd probably be in, th- in the 3, potentially 4-1 to one range, you know, with John Hunter, prob- you know, most likely being the favorite, uh, you know, similarly to last weekend at New Hampshire, uh, it's a good opportunity to get on Justin Allgaier. And look, uh, ju- we were on Justin Allgaier at Charlotte. He was our outright pick, and he got that win. Um, so could we potentially get a twofer here? Uh, for Justin here at Pocono, potentially, uh, but five to one, I really like the number. And of the junior sport, the junior motorsports cars, I give Justin Allgaier the best chance to win. And I do think he could, he can go toe to toe with with Chase Elliott this weekend. Uh, you know, if uh, if they do run close, and especially if Chase Elliott does have a more lackluster starting spot, uh, Justin Allgaier could potentially take advantage. And I'm going to bet Daniel Suarez at twelve to one. I really like the number, and my gut's telling me Daniel Suarez this week. Uh, so I'm going to be on Daniel Suarez at 12 to 1. I'm going to be on Justin Allgaier at 5 to 1, potentially Chandler Smith at 16 to 1. I do think it's a good bet pre practice and qualifying. You know, the interesting thing about this weekend, about this race at Pocono, we have not had a repeat winner in the Xfinity series, and there's only one driver in this field that has seen victory lane and that's Cole Custer. <laughs> so funny enough, Cole Custer there at plus 650, you know, and those those trends are obviously not necessarily in his favor, but could he potentially become, you know, the first repeat winner? Maybe. I'm not picking it. Um, you know, I think that there's better opportunity elsewhere, but I think his top five number is really good. I think there's opportunity to potentially bet Sheldon Creed, Sammy Smith as well. Those guys, you know, their odds are just extremely long at 25 to 1. Uh, so there's certainly a lot of value to be had there. But uh, the two official plays that I do have on my card are Justin Allgaier at 5 to 1 and Daniel Suarez at 12 to 1, all on Caesars. So, quick recap of the card. Two matchups, Cole Custer minus 135 over Josh Berry. Sheldon Creed minus 130 over Corey Heim. We have a Justin Allgaier to finish top three, plus 110. Cole Custer to finish top five, plus 105. Daniel Suarez to finish top five, plus 170. And then Daniel Hemrick to finish or to be the winner of Group B at plus 320. Justin Allgaier, 5-1 to one outright. Daniel Suarez, 12-1 to one outright that is my card pre-practice and qualifying do want to see how these guys unload take a look at some practice times and potentially get some action on uh some more plays but like i said man it's just the offerings this week 
nothing really jumping out me jumping out at me that I truly love. Again, the Daniel Hemrick Group B play is certainly my favorite play on the board on the car on my on this card uh, and on this episode. Um, so that is certainly one that I would take advantage of. Uh, and these other ones that I've put out here, I do like. Um, but for the majority of this week, it's just something's going on with these odds and, um, you know, getting them. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens this weekend. And hopefully it's another good race. But we'll be dialed in uh, for this one back from vacation and uh, ready to carry ready to carry the momentum now into the rest of the July and into August. So. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the program. But before we go, you can support the NASCAR betting preview show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. Make sure that you're following at Derek Yoder underscore and tune in every Wednesday for all of the betting insight you need to gain an edge on race day. And be sure to follow the new NASCAR betting preview show Twitter account at NASCAR BPS to stay connected with everything that the brand is putting out. You can follow me on Twitter at MVBachman, on TikTok at TheMikeBach for additional betting insight and analysis across the great sport of NASCAR. So what do you say we put a bow on this thing and tear down? As always, thank you to our sponsor, Atlas Hair. Use promo code NASCAR for 20% off of your entire order. And ladies and gentlemen, let's catch some winners in the Pocono Mountains before we head over to yet another road course in the beautiful green of Wisconsin at Road America. One of my favorite road courses. Really excited for that race. But guys, hope you enjoy your weekend. And I hope that you're able to catch some winners. Let's let's see if we can ride some momentum and, uh, and, and see what we can do here in Pocono. But we will be back next week to recap this race and look ahead to the race at Ro- Road America. Be good, everybody. Appreciate the support. Until next time, I'm out.